Welcome to Transform with Dr. Maggie Yu, the show about how to become a pilot and not a passenger in your health and in your life. Today, we are interviewing Nympha and Leon, and what we're talking about today is that a lot of people think when myasthenia gravis or any autoimmune disease flares, the flare can be so severe that it can be life-threatening, debilitating, scary as hell, and present a very hopeless situation. And this was where Nymph and Leon were just a few short weeks ago, like eight weeks ago. What we're going to be doing today is we're going to be answering questions about how Nymph and Leon were able to turn this around within just a matter of the past couple weeks. I am Dr. Maggie Yu, and I'm an integrative physician focusing on how to transform autoimmune disease naturally. Without further ado, I'm going to ask Nymph and Leon to introduce themselves and tell us where they were before they started this program about two months ago. Hi, I'm Nympha. I was first diagnosed with uh, myasthenia gravis in 2016. It was a uh, myasthenia gravis with malignant thymoma. So I went through surgery and I also went through radiation. Um, I went through all the treatment, the conventional treatment of myasthenia, but uh, I've always had this flare. The worst flare that I had was last year. This was before I joined uh, the program. I was in the hospital three times. I was in the ICU a couple of times. And um, when I went out, it's like, I am still not okay after all those hospitalizations. So mm-hmm. that's why um, it was something like a question in my mind. It's like, there has to be something out there other than just uh, being at the hospital. What will solve my problem? That's, that's when I researched and I found uh, the program. So Leon, what was it like for you watching her go through this latest flare with myasthenia? Well, okay. Um, first, I'm Leon, of course, and uh, the flare started in September. And it's like she said, every time she went to the hospital, she seemed to be getting worse and, and not improving. So I'm spending a lot of time at the hospital. We have two kids that I'm trying to basically yeah. do everything. Take the kids to school, pick up the kids, go to the hospital, take care of Nympha, take her special food to the hospital because she's not eating what, what they have for her. She lost a lot of weight. In the last episode, I was actually out of town and she had to go back to the hospital. So it was it was nerve wracking trying to do what I need to do, knowing that she's not getting any better. What was she like from your point of view with the symptoms when we first talked two months ago? What was a day in the life like for her and you? Morning would start. I'd have to get up, fix her breakfast, make sure she was able to uh get back and forth to the bathroom. We went so far as to put a, a toilet in the bedroom because she couldn't get to the bathroom. So we've gone from the point of where she's basically helpless, drooling like a little baby, to uh, the point where now she is, is stronger. She can cook her own meals. And, and actually, she's to the point where she's doing her chores again. So I don't have to cook all the meals. Her chores again. <laughs> <laughs> well, those things we all have to, have to do. Well, let's uh, talk about this. So let's go right into, because um, we're getting into outcomes right now. So what okay. you're saying is before, I mean, Nympho, you were saying, I mean, let's, for me, when I saw you guys two months ago, when we had our first conversation, you couldn't smile. You couldn't cook. You couldn't swallow. You were drooling. You could barely move. And you were literally just very limp on the couch and you were losing weight fast. 
I mean, what was your weight when we talked like two months ago? It was, I believe it was very dangerously low for you. I, I think when I got out of the hospital, if I remember it right, it was like 93 or something like that. It was so hard because I could not really eat. I could not swallow so good. And that was one, one of the major things because if I cannot eat anymore, then that's it. That's it for me. That's what you told me. You had told me, this is it for me. And you were like, I can't swallow. I'm losing weight, 93 pounds. And the weight was dropping. And we were at, you were at the point, you're like, I'm getting close to the point where I might have to have IV therapy to get nutrition into me or I'm going to die. Well, Maggie, one thing we didn't tell you is that while she was in the hospital, she almost died. Yeah. Tell me about that, Leon. Well, I didn't find out about it until afterwards when uh, she had to go for a transfusion and they injected something into her veins and she was allergic to it. So she broke out in hives, blood pressure went down to where she was about barely alive. And of course, with all the weight she had lost and that, and that low blood pressure, I mean, it, it was a miracle that she pulled through. So this is what happens when you have such a severe flare with autoimmune disease. Some of you, those of you who are watching the audience right now, how many of you have been hospitalized because of the flare of autoimmune disease or a complication from the flare that you ended up in the hospital? And the issue is, is that once you get into the hospital, I mean, there's a lot of interventions that are going to happen and some of which can be life-threatening in themselves besides the flare. You know, so when you have a flare, it's life-threatening. You go in the hospital, but yet the interventions themselves that are from the hospital, we don't have a choice. When you're in the hospital and you're that sick, we have to do it. As doctors, we have to do it. But they're not without risk. The risk of infection and hospitalization is really high. The risk of allergic and life-threatening allergic reaction to some of the medications, contrast, things that we do to you, it's, it's a risky proposition. Not only are you sick, but you're going into a situation where a lot of things can be introduced to get you sicker. Luckily, you survived. So, right. So, but I like to take out luck out of it. I remember uh, in the beginning on our first conversation, Leon, we, we had, and Nympha, we said, Nympha said, this is it. And I looked at you, Leon, I said, not on your watch and not on my watch, dude. That's correct. <laughs> I said that. And That's I said, right. and if, if that happens, you're coming on a Facebook live with us to tell <laughs> everybody about it. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that is, Maggie, I remember the very first conversation. That's exactly what you said. Mm-hmm. And you told us about the program and you asked us, how committed are we to it? And it's like, this is a life and death matter. So we have very committed to it. Well, you want to hear something funny, Leon? I actually watched that um, meeting we first had. And I said, you said, what do you mean? How committed uh, do we have to be? And I looked at you in the eye and I said, how committed do you have to be to save your wife's life? That's right. And you said, well, that's a no brainer. Yeah, that's right. That's true. Right. So let's talk about where are we now with the results? This is eight weeks later. I would like Nympha to tell us where she is now. What outcomes have you gotten? And then, Leon, if you feel free to add to that in any time. Go for it, Nympha. Okay. Well, I was still at the program. Actually, I've already noticed differences. And I was so amazed because when I entered the program, my own intention was just, well, how would I eat? You know, yeah. that was my only thing. That was how the only problem you wanted to solve. And I thought yeah. I was telling you, I was like, Nympha, it's so much more than that. Yes. Right. You just want to eat. Yes. I I was thinking, it's like, how can I eat? Because, you know, without eating, that's it. So that was it. When I entered my program initially, I was thinking about that. That was my, that was a major thing for me. Right. And then when I started, you know, learning about it the first week, the second week, it's like, whoa, it's more than just that. It's more on like a a big picture. You know, it's like, 
I didn't know that there's so many things that are actually connected to my autoimmune disease or what that's causing the autoimmune disease. Because now I kind of remember that when I was at the hospital, they were all wondering why I'm not responding to the treatment. I said, there must be something else going on. So the first few weeks I did what, you know, I followed all the things that we need to follow, the regulation of the food, the, the, all that stuff. And, and I said, you know, I noticed the changes. And I remember I telling everybody that I used to um, blend, actually Leon used to blend the food to be able for me to kind of uh, eat a little bit better. And then during the program, I wasn't at the program when I started eating, really chewing and swallowing and smiling. And I know the people in the program were actually notice it. And then um, I started uh, cooking for myself. I started having the energy because I found out all my nutritional um, vitamin deficiencies. And I started addressing them one at a time. And all those issues that I have prior to the program started addressing them. So there's so many things that actually happened during the program itself. I was able to go out with Leon, get groceries. I was able to lower some of the medication that I have. So it, it, it was really good. One thing I, I can say, Maggie, when we first talked to you, she couldn't have had this conversation because she couldn't talk for very long. And that's uh <laughs> That's a big thing. So instead of me trying to figure out what she's trying to say, because, you know, don't don't get it. <laughs> so uh, now she's able to communicate to the point where she can tell me what she needs me to do or what she wants. Mm. I remember asking you, Leon, what would it be like if you knew that um, exactly what you need to do to help your wife out to actually help her get better? What would that mean to you? And you said everything. And that's, that's where you're that's where you're at right now, because, you know, exactly cause and effect. What are the pieces that were causing this problem? Like Nympha just said, she in the hospital, she knew something has to be underlying this. And to me, what's lacking in autoimmune disease, honestly, is that the way we actually treat autoimmune disease is like literally in the freaking stone ages. There's nothing about root causes at all. Nothing about putting all these pieces together. It's like we're just treating symptoms all over the place with more drugs, more procedures, more hospitalization. And it's not working, right? Let's talk about this. Everybody wants to know is, what is it that we do? Because this looks like a miracle. To someone with a severe autoimmune disease, what the outcomes you've experienced within, and you said it's not even like at week eight that you got these results. During the program, week two, week three, week four, you were already experiencing a lot of these results. And people cannot believe that in such a severe bout of myasthenia or autoimmunity, that within weeks you could get outcomes like this already. So. People want to know how. What do you think is the secret sauce as to give me a couple secret sauce things that the audience wants to know as to how you did this? What made this work? Well, there's a couple things I, I would say. One thing is identifying the cause. A lot of people are trying to fix the symptoms, as you say, but we got to get deeper than, than that. Find out exactly what the cause is, and then you can fix the cause. and. The next thing I would say is mindset is because you got to believe that it can be fixed, too. So and that's where we were. When you told us that you could help us and ask us about that commitment and all that stuff, we believed you. And because we believed you and we did what you said do. Another thing is to the the uh, 
some of the alumni who were in the group sessions were saying, hey, this stuff works. So that was additional motivation to say, hey, if it works, my time is coming too. So knowing that our time to get better was coming was a motivational and it, and it kept us on track to make sure that we're going to get there. So what I'm hearing, Leon, is, is that belief. So belief, belief was important because number one is both of you believe that you were you actually could get better, number one. Of course. Number yes. two, prior to talking to me, you actually watched a lot of these alumni interviews. And you believe that well, a lot of people think these interviews are fake or I'm a snake oil salesman and I'm lying. So <laughs> number two is, is that you actually watch the other. I mean, we've got 30 alumni interviews right now out there. But you watch these interviews and you believe that these are real people with real results. And when you actually spoke to me, you knew that I was talking about the truth and what, what I was talking about was true. And then once you came into the program, all the other people that are in the program with you, they were already seeing outcomes further proof that this was real. Dang it. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. I could tell you right now, 90 percent of the audience just just thought we were lying. It is not a lie. And uh-huh. I, I am here to say <laughs> that eight weeks ago when we joined this program, Nympha could not conduct this interview. I will stake everything I got on that fact. But, but you know, another thing, too, that I, I think for me uh, is a good thing in the program is that we just didn't just join there like as a group. You know, we, you actually took our personal data. And based on that personal data, that's what you use to be able to fix the cause. What's causing all this problem? So it's not like a general band-aid for everybody. Like, hey, your stomach is aching. Here you go. Eat this. No, you got to find out why my stomach is aching. Why somebody else's stomach is aching. Why? It's not the same for everybody. So that personal data and you based all the solution on, on, on what's going on, what, what is really going on, the root cause is really, is really uh, addressed. That's one thing that I like about the program. Well, that's the issue is a lot of people look at this and they think, oh, it's an online program. Therefore, it's some general thing. And people, some people ask me, why don't you write a book? I, I, the, the reason I don't write a book right now is because I don't believe that there's one protocol that works, that there's one plan that works for everyone. An individualized approach based on your data and your own learning and your own learning of troubleshooting, uh, how to figure out what your causes are, is the key to success in our program. I love telling people that the major mission of our program is I teach people how to fish. I don't throw fish at people. So did I tell you what the causes were? Did you figure it out while you were going through this program? Did I teach you to skill so that you and Leon can figure out what was the causes for you? Tell me, be honest. Yeah, you, you educated us to the point where we could do it ourselves and dealing with our conventional doctors. Now we can tell them different things. We can ask them questions about different things that we have learned and get feedback from them. And uh, I'm, I'm not a doctor. I, I'm an engineer by, by trade. So I know nothing about all these medical terms. But my question is, will it work? That's what I like. So that when the doctor proposes something, it's like, wait, you're proposing that medication. Will it solve the problem? If they say, well, we don't know, then I need to try something different. We, we're not guinea pigs or pin cushions. We live and we don't want our lives destroyed because uh, somebody wants to experiment with some new drug, which, which they suggested that we do. But in multiple times, we said no. 
And the thing is for me, like I'm not against drugs. Here's the deal. Okay. But they're just one tool. But unfortunately, the conventional doctors, which I was one of them, we're only trained to do either drugs or surgery on people. That's really our only offer. We're not trained on all the other tools. And think about it. My thing about this is that having had autoimmune disease myself and being in a life-threatening situation myself as well in the past with this is that there are so many other tools besides medication or surgery. And so for me, one of the major things that we've done in our program is educate people in the program in a small group setting exactly what all these other tools were. So it's not like you're coming to the doctor now and saying, hey, what are my options? They say, oh, try this new drug for myasthenia. You're like, okay, that's option one. That's one option. But now I know what the other six options are to get myself better, right? That's based on root cause. That's true. Because when I got out of the hospital, basically they just told me like, just go home and recuperate. That's it. And I said, okay, what am I going to do? What's the next step for me? How am I going to recover? Like you always say. So um, like I said, when I joined the program, it's like it's more to it than just taking the, the medication three times a day or five times a day. When, when I look at it, I didn't realize that my hormones was involved in all that st- in, in my medicine. Yeah. I didn't realize that my vitamin deficiencies is, is a big part in my esteem. I didn't realize about blood sugar, the, the way I eat. I didn't realize about all, all the other things that's actually uh, contributing to the flares of my esteem. So here's the deal. Uh, those of you who have not watched our online training, uh, please go to drmaggie.com right now and register to watch our training. Okay. There really is, I look at autoimmune disease, like freaking he's Godzilla and Godzilla is causing all the damage and all these different targets in your body. But there is five areas you have to master to stop feeding Godzilla. And I do not understand actually. And I do understand nobody out there dealing with autoimmune disease knows how to map that these five things are the pieces that you have to master to stop feeding Godzilla. And Nympha just mentioned a couple of them. It's like, have any of you, I'm going to ask you guys right now in the audience to comment, have any of you with autoimmune disease been told that hormone imbalance is one of the major causes as to why you started to have a diagnosis of autoimmune disease and why it's getting worse? Anyone? Has anyone talked to you about hormone balance being important in actually decreasing or stopping the flares of your autoimmune disease? Really, like, you know, and have you actually went to your doctor and asked about this? And they're like, hormones doesn't matter. The truth is they've never been trained to even test hormones to understand hormone balance, much less train you how to do it. Right. And then I even mentioned and you talked about blood sugar, like and people don't get it that it's not just about high blood sugar. It's really the up and down swings of blood sugar that's triggering these flares. And has anyone talked to you about the role of blood sugar in the years you've been dealing with myasthenia? I'm going to ask you two this. No. 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 Actually, uh, I, I remember at one doctor visit where the doctor said, go have a milkshake. Well, if we had not known about uh, the food tolerances, we would have gone out and given her a milkshake. But she can't have milk. She can't have dairy. Dairy's causing her flares. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's true. what you found out. That's, <laughs> that's right. That's how I go found have out. milkshakes. Yes. <laughs> Basically, go kill yourself more with myasthenia because you're going to flare yourself more. Food doesn't right. matter. That's right. And and I remember too. Uh, I mentioned something about uh, when when you mentioned about hormones, and then I said something is connected to it. And and this doctor told me that just get a hysterectomy. Just just have an operation and remove this, remove that, remove this. 
conventional doctors only can offer medication or surgery. Yes. Right? Well-meaning people. I was one of them. All right. So I've been a physician over 20 years, the first 10 years of it as a straight family physician until I came down with autoimmune disease. Okay. And the last 12, 10, 12 years of my career has been focused on autoimmune disease. Uh, because once you figure this out, I'm a hypocrite. If the next person comes to me with autoimmune disease and I'm sitting here like, oh, you have heartburn. Let me just prescribe you some Prilosec and not look at what is causing this problem. I'm not going to do that. Right. That's my own mission. If you guys have seen the vi uh, video about my mission is I, my mission because of what my mom went through really is about ending suffering for all people with autoimmune disease. It's not just about getting people in and out of the office in the next 10 minutes. Big burning question. A lot of people uh, want to know is, is that are your outcomes compared to other people in the program? Am I putting just people with crazy great outcomes on these videos? How are your outcomes compared to what you saw of other people who were in the program? It was a good outcome, you know, for me to be able to, to be able to eat, to be able to swallow, to be able to walk, to be able to move my hands. You see my fingers moving really good to be able to play the piano, to be oh, able to piano. I saw the post. Yes. Yeah. So all those things that I was not able to do. It is a really good outcome. Great outcome. It's a great outcome. But the question people have is, did you have a great outcome compared to other people? Were all the other people with low outcomes or middle of the road outcomes? What, how did it compare to other people in the program? Is everyone, how is everyone else in the program doing? Is their question. I don't think we got any better results than anybody else. We, we started off and the other folks went from where we are to where, where we were to where we are. And I know this because as they were graduating, they were telling us, saying, hey, this stuff works. I went from where you are today to where I am today. It works. So that was the motivation for us. I remember when, uh, when people were joining, uh, started joining, and I was listening in my first week. And I remember that uh, some of them joined the same time as mine, and some of them were there before mine, before I, I, I did. So um, I, I remember t uh, a lot of them telling about a lot of symptoms. And then slowly decreasing, all those symptoms are starting to just go away. Well, you're actually going through a program with a community of people, and you see them learn stuff. You see them make mindset changes. You see them make these connections with hormones, blood sugar, food mapping. And then you're actually seeing them the next week, the next week, yes. and the next week as yes. they actually improve. It's not like they're just telling you. You're witnessing their life coming back. Yes. For reals. That's right. Right. Next question that people have as we're starting to wrap this up is, is that this is a huge investment of your time, your energy, your focus. It is. So it's also an investment of finances, it right? Is. All of it is. So my question for you is, is that is the outcomes that you have now, and I'm going to ask both of you this, worth the investment of all the energy and financial resources into this program? It is. The answer is yes. It is. You see me now. And I know Leon is happy. I'm back. <laughs> and just to tell, I, I did not tell everybody if Jackie is here too and watching. I actually started driving yesterday. Yes. <laughs> I haven't posted it yet. She hasn't driven since September. Since I went to the hospital. I haven't been behind the wheels because my arms here, it, it keeps on falling down. Here, my arms and my, my shoulders are just really weak. Like yesterday I did. Now yeah. that's worth the investment there alone for me. That, yeah. is, that is well, well worth it. If if I know where I started and to where I am today, financially, I, I double it. 
Thank you for that surprise. I had no idea you were driving again. And if you have autoimmune disease yourself and you have not watched our training about how to kill Godzilla, literally how to end and stop feeding Godzilla, go to drmaggie.com right now and register for our free training. Thanks for your support in raising awareness and sharing this. To learn more about our program, visit drmaggie.com forward slash talk.